And hello, hello. Welcome back to the Gay Racing Podcast. Happy Pride Month, of course. Happy Pride Month. Zach and Alex here as always. Um, I'm wearing a pink shirt today. Purple. Purple? Purple. That's I got pink. it. I got it. <laughs> In real life, it's kind of like um, lavender. Mm. Um, I also have my like LED lights on. Um, Very I had cool. an H&M yesterday. Um, Ooh. What, what week? Is it? Oh, it's June fifteenth. Uh, it is um, June fifteenth. The week after NASCAR at the All Star and IndyCar at Detroit, SRX debuted at Stafford. We're gonna talk it about was a all busy th- week of racing. It was. It was the. It was like one of the IMSA. IMSA too. I watched a little mm-hmm. bit of IMSA. Um, let's see. Yeah, and we're gonna be talking about the races this weekend. Um, some more than others. <laughs> um. And we're also going to have another LGBT highlight for you. We're going to talk about this one mm-hmm. person um, in the NASCAR industry. And see, what else are we doing today? Making our picks. Um, and yeah, we're, we'll be talking about a lot of SRX later. Cause we got some oh, yeah. On it. We have a heated debate coming up. It's not heated. No, <laughs> oh, it's, I... not, it's microwaved. It's microwaved. Oh, microwaved. Okay. Like, <laughs> damn. <laughs> I feel like we kind of agree. Like, I, I just, <laughs> it's just my tone. I'm just like. This is I, fucking maybe, stupid. It, it probably was your tone. It yeah. was my tone. Yeah, no, honestly, it's my tone. I'm just like, it's fucking stupid to have heat races like this. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. It's, I have but... a lot to say. You have a lot to say. Because <laughs> I'm just, I honestly, I'm kind of too negative. Like, that's why yeah. I, I tweeted at you, like, can you just enjoy it? <laughs> I was. I promise you I was. I was drunk too. Wait, mm-hmm. was I? You probably were. Should have been. I hope I was. <laughs> oh my God. Um, um so Can we talk about IndyCar? Um, hold on. Let's talk about the NASCAR at the All-Star Race first. Um, Kyle okay. Larson won. Yep. Anyways, so let's talk about IndyCar. Anyway. <laughs> Zach um, and I played Mario Kart during won, the All-Star. I won the All-Star. Oh, wait, that was for later. Shut, shut up, Zach. Anyways, um, so Detroit, um, you picked Marcus Erickson last <laughs> week. Um, and I was like... I did pick Marcus Erickson. fucking idiot. I was like, this is a free win for me. And then he won the fucking race. I don't know how you that said happened. that that was a free win for you. It was free. I'm like, he's very underrated. He's gonna do really well, um, and he won. Yeah, I was I'll, very happy about that. I couldn't believe it. I'll give you that. I did not see that one coming. However, um, Mr. Power here, or should we talk mm-hmm. about Felix first? That crash. I mean, we don't really need to talk about the crash. It happened. Well. So for, let's talk about Felix just for a second. Okay. Um, he's okay. He's out of the hospital. Um, that was a very bad crash. His throttle hung and he went straight into <clears> the wall. It's a miracle, I think, yeah. that he's fine. Um, we don't know what if he has any sort of injuries or anything. Seems like it's just uh, he was kind of shook up after that, rightfully so. Um, but yeah, he seems to be just fine. He was out having lunch with uh, Marcus the other day. So oh, that's cute. Yeah, so um, but yeah, this first race was the first race after the Indy 500, and I was kind of like, "Ooh, this is kind of rough as a follow-up to Indy 500." The Saturday's um, race was like Saturday's race really bad. Yeah. Like, I mean, so oh my god, it was just not bad. It was just like so much bad stuff happened, like the crash, and it then, was a lot of unfortunate events. Yeah, yeah, and the race took forever because of that. Like. And, like, we didn't even see the first lap on TV because of lacrosse. Right. It, all, it all started because we missed the first lap of the race because of lacrosse. Yeah. 
Which, like, um, low-key don't matter, because, like, yeah. people were really upset, too, about, like, like, even Sunday, the pre-race show getting cut, people were, like, so yeah. mad about it. Like, girl, like, you're acting like the IndyCar race did not just go two hours past schedule yesterday. And like you said, NASCAR Talladega goes six hours over It's six every fucking time, hours, so. bro. Chill out. It's like, I've started to realize, or not realize, it's just like, it's just the mature thing. Like, let them finish yeah. their game. Jeez. Like, they're on TV. Like, if, right. But because like, if a race got cut off and like, okay, go watch on CNBC now for these last five laps. Right. Y'all would hate that. I'm just saying, like, calm down, girl. Right. And then while we're talking about that, let's talk about the day after today, the French Open. That's like tennis's version of like the Indy 500, yeah. the Daytona 500. And that show was good too. And people were like, why does it why is this on no one watches this come on <laughs> like it's a niche sport to us but like indycar does not get the viewers compared to that yeah um, racing is a niche sport if people yeah. even consider it a sport like i want you all to take a back seat here on what racing really is to people and you know nbc was Same. in a rough spot there i don't think they probably scheduled enough time for the tennis race yeah. not tennis race tennis game tennis race, race mario yeah. tennis racing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the Mario Golf game. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I didn't really care. I thought NBC handled it okay. It was a little yeah, messy. Like they did what they could. Like it, it was a little messy when they switched from CNBC to NBC. But yeah. that's a whole. And apparently, other like you couldn't watch on the app. Like yeah, which was dumb because like they're all ready to broadcast. So why don't just put mm-hmm. it on the fucking app? Yeah. Dang. Put the races on Peacock. Simulcast it on Peacock. I don't okay. understand why we can't do that. Said, I didn't say all that now. Like <laughs> I, I said that. I'm just... <laughs> Wait, um, they're not on Peacock? The races? No. It's only practice and qualifying. What the fuck? It's so stupid. No. You paid so all that I just for... I know. What? I know. Um, so let's talk about race one. Um, we talked about Felix. Uh, Will Power had the race won, essentially. There was a caution late in this race, and there was, like, what, three or four to go? And they and threw the red flag again. Didn't we just talk about this with Formula One? With Formula... I, I was, like, I was thinking over the weekend, I was like, why are we doing this again? Like, yeah. why are they trying to have green-white checkers with open-wheel cars? I don't really understand yeah. it. Like, I get it. You want the grace to finish on the green, and I understand that. And mm-hmm. I almost probably would have thrown the red flag too. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's just like when you're throwing the red just so the race doesn't end under yellow. It's just like, like is that really worthy of a red flag? Like, you throw a red flag when it's not safe, and or mm-hmm. it will take like an hour. You know, you know what I mean. Right. Like when it's not well, safe to just go by the scene. And the thing that bothered me was the Felix crash. That that took him like a lap or two to throw the red flag. Yeah. But then this incident, they threw it out immediately. Yeah. And this wasn't even like that. I don't even remember what it was. It wasn't nothing crazy. So I was just like, that That didn't make me feel good. Yeah. Uh, so Will Power is the leader. They red flag it. And because it's so hot out, the car, they need like the, they need fans or something to keep yeah, the car cool. cool the car. So, so it'll. They're stopped. So there's yeah. no airflow. So it'll power back up. Yeah, so it's actually then, worse than when it's, like, running. <laughs> mm-hmm. So Will is screaming on the radio, like, we need fans down here. But IndyCar has a rule 
where they won't do that until every single car is stopped on pit road. Yeah, which I so get. He has, but that's he's sitting stupid. there the longest, and it is it is stupid. He's sitting there the longest. His car doesn't refire, and he loses the race because of that. And this was a red flag that I don't think needed to happen. This is this was not the same kind of situation as the F one incident where there was debris everywhere, I don't think, at least. Yeah, it's just like, I don't think getting Grosjean's car out was like... Right, it was Grosjean. Yeah, Yeah, because he was the one that brought out the the yellow. um, Right. The red. Um, Trying to get the results of the race. Because I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, like, did the red flag change anything? Like, or rather, did them getting that restart actually change anything besides willpower finishing last now? Because I'm just like, they all they did all that for nothing because like nothing actually happened right it's like you know what i'm do you know what i'm trying to say right i know what you're saying it's just like it's like if it's like every time nascar has a green white checkered and then Mm -hmm. kyle bush just wins anyway right like when the leader still just gets off and like okay i'd rather the race just end at this point right i don't know i it just kind of put a sour taste in my mouth, and I'm like, "This is not what we need to follow the Indy 500." Will Power should have won that race, like. Uh, and we had a, we already had a red flag for Felix, which was that was a reasonable red flag, obviously. Why did we have to stretch this out any further? I don't know. Um, and then Will Power's interview after the race, before we talk about Marcus winning, um, he said that IndyCar does not listen to the drivers, like race control does not listen to the drivers. Mm. which i thought was really interesting um did you have any thoughts on that because i thought like if you're a racing series you should probably listen to the drivers and yeah what i mean it's a pretty important thing it's uh i mean the drivers they're the ones putting their life on the line mm-hmm. let's listen to them let's listen to them for a minute and i think it's mm-hmm. a kind of a thing with a lot of sports i i'm okay. guessing i don't actually know like with money and entertainment like nascar is a good example like they're just doing whatever the they they think the fans want not what the fans actually want what they think the fans want and Uh what would get more viewers um more cars in the same shot um yeah so yeah they don't give a fuck about the drivers nascar doesn't indycar i don't really know what their goal is uh, i guess to make blue ugly instagram (laughs) i i yeah like i don't it sees i don't know what their marketing is trying to be like, yeah, it should be it's, all about the drivers, so they should listen to the fucking drivers. You would think, but it's it's frustrating. Um, I'm I'm glad Marcus ended up winning the race because if anyone else won besides Marcus after that incident, it would have not felt right. Yeah, because Marcus was rightfully there. He was challenging Will for the like five ten laps before this caution came out. Um, so I, I'm glad Marcus won. Not just for my points <laughs> and uh, mock you for it. I still but... can't believe you won that. <laughs> I know. But what the heck? It just wouldn't have felt right, you know? <laughs> I'm just so shocked that he won that race, so <laughs> I just don't get it. Yeah. Um, anything else on race one? Because it was just kind of a messy mess. It was a mess. <laughs> it was a mess. Um, I don't think I got anything really. Um... But yeah, it's just like that. Re- that whole restart did nothing except lose willpower, like fifty points or whatever. So. Yeah. So then you go to oh, and by the way, race one, Joseph Newgarden update. Uh, he was a lap down early in that race. Oh yeah, the comeback. To, he ended up finishing top, I think tenth. He tenth. He finished tenth. So 
championship preservation right there. Really good for him. Period. Race two. Um, what, a, what a race for us. What Joseph. a race. Joseph. Joseph. He led um, the first 67 <laughs> laps. Yeah. Dominated. Mm-hmm. Absolutely dominated it. Yeah. Just the going on reds at the end of the race, I think, is ultimately what caused him the race. Um, there was a caution with Dalton Kellett where he was stalled at the end of pit road. Yeah, like lap 20 of 70. So, and they were trying to aim to pit at like what lap 26 or something, like after Roughly. lap 25. So, it good. Oh, I, I mean, they just <laughs> got put in a really bad situation because they were going to do their middle stint on reds. So, IndyCar does this thing where if a caution's oh, probably yeah. going to come out, they let everyone come in. But what they did was so everyone came in thinking a caution was going to come out, but instead. They just took Dalton Kellett off of pit road after everyone was done on pit road. You know, I, they Which, didn't, yeah, they didn't, I liked that. I did like that. It but they good. didn't communicate to the teams what they were doing. Yeah. So everyone, so Joseph, they took the primaries, assuming a caution was going to come out. This is my assumption. I don't actually know what they were yeah. doing, but they took the primaries, assuming that if they do the reds, they're just going to fall back on a restart. But right. they didn't throw a caution, so I don't know. I feel like they sh- if IndyCar should have told the teams what they were going to do here. Yeah, or just like close pit road, like because then you can just get him yeah. immediately. I'm thinking just if there's something on pit road, you got to clean it. Close pit road, like yeah. Dang, if you got to come in, okay, come in and take the penalty, like <laughs> right. So if. Like, if Newgarden and Tim Sendrick were going to take reds on that, I'd be pissed off. But I don't, I don't know what they're actually going to do because Power took reds after all this. Anyways, yeah. maybe Pinsky Strat was to do this anyway. Um, I don't know. This Can was... they just take reds at the start like everyone else, please? <laughs> yeah, it's, everyone else does for the most part. So like, I, I guess they're Strat. I don't know if it has something to do with qualifying. I don't know. I know the set of reds he had was like a used set. Mm-hmm. But like my point is like I guess they were just trying to because IndyCar cautions are a lot more common in IndyCar than F1. So it's just like you don't want to be too risky with your strategy early in mm-hmm. the race. Right. Like a caution's going to come out, bro. Yeah. Just put the reds on, bro, at the start. Stop, stop, stop playing games. Mm-hmm. But whatever, I'm not Tim Sendrick. Like, and I don't. I, I like hindsight's twenty twenty, right? Like, all, mm-hmm. like Tim did the right thing. So, well, at the end of the day, this was a really good points day. Yeah, and he still Joseph. got second. He still got second. Yeah, he still I got mean, second. He almost won the he still race. Still got second. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, he could have lost so many more spots at the end of that race. Yeah, he held on like, really good. He yeah. held on. There was no stopping Pato Award. At the end mm-hmm. of this race, he was on a mission. I he st- restarted like fifth at one of those mm-hmm. final restarts, right? Like, yep. I think it was the final restart. He restarted fifth, and both of those two restarts, he managed to pass someone with a crazy move. In it was so one. exciting to watch. Mm-hmm. And turn one is not even like a passing zone. I feel like it's just kind of <laughs> there. Like it's a like mm-hmm. bend. That that was insane. That was impressive. Then so Pato goes on to win the race. This to me solidified him as a championship favorite. Yeah, T. Like he took the point lead and everything, but he also finished third on Saturday. That's true. 
that drive he did that was a championship worthy drive like it that was, was crazy. it was good he's gonna win this championship it, easy. it reminded me of new garden's battle with paginode at gateway in 2017 Ooh. when new garden went way low on paginode and took the lead in turn one they made like, contact for that pass yeah and Pato did with New Garden yesterday right. too, taking the lead. Yeah, it reminded me so much of that. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like now, like Alex Pillow is still, you know, right there with him. But I think Pato is just stronger. He has a little consistency issues, but he's the point leader now. Mm-hmm. Never count out Scott Dixon. Last year, Joseph Newgarden made up like eighty-seven points on Dixon in the last five races. Something yeah. crazy. Yeah, like so don't you know, don't count I mean, out Joseph either, but you know we are halfway through the season now. I think if you want to win, I still think you have to beat Scott Dixon. I think Dixon's still ultimately the favorite. It's like you can't quotes. really, yeah. I, I feel but, like you can't really ever just count him. But out. I think, but I think Pato is probably the favorite in terms of he is good everywhere. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm great race though i go through this every week with indycar's website trying to find the point standings is so hard on indycar's website i know their website needs you like you have to click the drivers i guess yeah but you just can't get a list you just get the pics of their faces Mm -hmm. god anyway i think has a one point lead over below i believe when the playoffs start though (laughs) they don't (laughs) god like we don't need fucking play this isn't about NASCAR. Oh my god, we've been there. <laughs> that stuff makes me so mad. Oh god. So um, what else? IndyCar. IndyCar was so good. Like this race two really redeemed race one for yeah, me. Yeah, like, all the it, messy stuff. God, I love good. street racing. Street racing is so good. like people all people are like, oh, you can't pass at Detroit as Pato passes four cars to win the race. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That's so that's so funny to me. Mm-hmm. Um, poor Colton Herta, he had like a rough. He's been having a rough little season, low key, like compared to what we expected of him. Right. He's behind Graham Rahal in the points. In I think a lot of Colton's issue is there's a lot of lack of being able to close the deal. Mm-hmm. Is kind of what his problem is, yeah. or that least the 2016's problem. They've been kind of inconsistent. And I said earlier in the season, like, if they can be consistent, he'll be a championship contender. He's going to win a championship one day, no doubt yeah. about it. But when Colton, locked, when Colton was uh, coming up on Pato for second, I'm like, oh, we need this. But then he, he went through it and just missed a corner. I'm like, well, Pato's got this one because Joseph needed Pato and Colton to be battling for second as long as possible. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, it didn't happen that way. I love that race. Yeah, he's just been having a rough. Yeah, it is very inconsistent. It's like every other race, he has a bad race. It's literally, I'm looking at the points per race, and it's just, Mm -hmm. he has not been able to put together two solid races, just period. So, that's kind of yucky. But he was really good in race two. I think he probably would, if... There wasn't no cautions at the end. I feel like Colton probably would have won the race, mm-hmm. like long term. Yeah, but ultimately, again, didn't happen. Yeah, he was really good. It's just the end; it mm-hmm. just wasn't going for him. He was losing it on the restarts. Uh, yeah. Maybe he used up his tires or something. I'm not really sure. Yeah, 
We got anything think else on IndyCar this week? I'm not sure. I, I think I feel like I have something else to say. I mean, I enjoy the races. Like street racing is so fun. IndyCar. Mm-hmm. It's I Detroit. I really like that Detroit track. I don't know why. Just something about it. Apparently, it's like really hard, and you can see how bumpy it is too, just on TV, right. which I think is really fun. We'll say an, an update to a story we talked about a few weeks ago is that CBS seems to not be in the running for IndyCar next year. And that I still it's feel be like NBC. that's Cap. Um, I don't know what happened there. Something seems amiss. I feel like it's Cap. I don't know. Like I'm just like... Yeah, I, I, they're lying! They have to be <laughs> lying! <laughs> it's... Uh, I don't know, but NBC seems to be staying, which after the Indy 500 coverage, I'm glad... That's yeah, I think consistency but, is fine. Like, mm-hmm. I like NBC for the most part, so go ahead. Yeah. All right. You ready for our LGBT highlights? Yeah, I'm really excited to hear about this. So this story is by Marty Smith from ESPN. This is from 2013. The one with the really country voice, in case you're wondering. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love him. He's an openly... So this is about an openly gay NASCAR official named Matthew Pattison. Um, this was an interview done just after the Pulse shooting in Orlando in 2013, I believe. Something happened in 2013. No. Something happened in 2013. I don't really? Know. It wasn't the Pulse shooting. That was 2016. I'm sorry. <laughs> what the hell happened in 2013? I'm sure. I know what you're talking about. It was right after that. But anyway, I should do more research. Uh, this guy, Matthew Patterson, mm-hmm. works timing and scoring in NASCAR. Uh, at the time of the interview, this was the only gay person that Marty Smith knew that was gay to do this. That's story. insane. <laughs> like the so, only gay person he knew, really? Mm-hmm. Wow. And within Jesus. NASCAR. Oh, within NASCAR. Okay. Yeah. Um, and he would, so in 2000, in between the 2001 and 2000 seasons, uh, there was a crew member that outed him for being gay. He was a flagman for the NASCAR Kane and West series. Mm-hmm. Um, he was outed and he ended up having to go to NASCAR's HR department thinking maybe his career might have been over, but he wanted to try something. And NASCAR stood by him, is what he said. For real? And this was in 2000, 2001. <sighs> so, and NASCAR stood by him and that crew member is apparently no longer, was no longer associated with NASCAR. Um, but yeah, he, this crew member tried getting him out of the sport for being gay and NASCAR stood alongside Matthew, kept him in. Um, great article by Marty Smith. That's Sorry awesome. I blundered what it's a, when it was. <laughs> um, but yeah, really you good article. link to it? Really great read. I will link it to you after we record. Okay, I'll put that, I'll put that boy in the description. Yeah. But yeah, Marty Smith always does really good stuff. Mm-hmm. Period. Yeah. That's so interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm, NASCAR stood up to, or stood up to homophobia. That's awesome. In 2001. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay. I would say it was kind of a, I don't know, kind of like an obvious side to take for NASCAR. Because this guy was just like, Hey, this guy's gay. Tell everyone about it. But this guy's just, gay. <laughs> and, yeah, apparently a lot of people just didn't care, which seems to be the case for most LGBT things. Like, oh, he's gay. That's cool. Whatever. He thought he was going to ruin his career, but it, it didn't work. It, it ruined his career, ultimately. 
Oh, cool. Keep 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 that timing and scoring going, buddy. You can suck dick later. Gee. So, <laughs> I was not able to find what he's doing today. Um, so if anyone knows, let us know. I couldn't find anything about now. But as of like a couple years later, like there's another article someone did when uh, gay marriage was legalized in the U.S. He did another interview with someone. Um, like he was still in NASCAR as of at least 2015, but after that, I couldn't really find anything. But yeah, that's awesome, really cool story. That's so cool. Thank you, Alex. All right, so moving on, we're gonna talk Are you about, talk about the SRX. Yeah, um, so that debuted Saturday. Oh, by the way, did SRX beat IndyCar in ratings over the weekend? Like, um, the Saturday night. SRX it really? race. It beat the Sunday um, IndyCar race. Both were on like network television. Um, hmm. That's interesting. I think it makes sense because a lot of NASCAR people went to watch SRX. Right, right. Yeah. So. And you also had Elio Castroneves, Tony Kanaan, the yeah. other guy. Um, the other guy. Paul Tracy. Oh, I was like, I thought you forgot who he was. I was like, Alex, what? <laughs> I know. I was like trying to think what other IndyCar driver was there. Fucking Paul Tracy, he got me messed up, man. Um, what was I saying? SRX. Oh yeah, so yeah, SRX beat IndyCar in ratings. So you that's... were froze on my end. Oh, I was froze. Oh, well. Mm-hmm. Anyways, <laughs> I'll ignore that. <laughs> um, so I, it was good racing. Period. It was short track racing. Um. Mm-hmm. You really liked it, Alex. I, I did like it. Um, if you followed my Twitter, you probably think I didn't like it. I was just like finding things that That's were kind of like, stupid. That's what I thought. I thought you hated it. No, I I, I, it. I was chilling. I was chilling with it. Um, There's just like a few things. I was just like, like my main thing probably was just like the heat races. I was just like, why are we wasting an hour doing all this? And then it also kind of introduces all their weird rules where it's just like, you can't really go a lap down, um, mm-hmm. like on pit road. So it's just like I, I'm thinking, like you could theoretically exploit that by just like chilling in pit road with a problem, and now your your tires are like 50 laps fresher. Um, you know, mm-hmm. like I, I like, it, and I don't I don't think anyone like I guess because. I guess that wouldn't happen because it's like all like the same team members because like you random draw I think it's the same mm-hmm. people working on the cars so I guess that wouldn't happen. But... So yeah, let let's talk about that since you brought it up first. Um, so the heat races and a feature event are two separate things. They are not stages like a NASCAR. Heat races are not correlated to a feature event. Okay. Yes, they're not. They are not. I mean, they are two different things. Well, what's the difference then? <laughs> So SRX did this very confusing because one, they only have 12. And they ran these cars, they ran two heats with all the same cars in it, Mm -hmm. which is not the normal case. I don't like how they did that, which I think for a debut, it's fine. Like this is just for fun. Like it's not supposed to be super serious. It's not supposed to be like it's whatever. So what they, what I'm used to at a dirt or a local track is like if there's two heats, there'd be like 24 cars rather than 12. 
Yeah. So it'd be like one heat has 12, a second heat has 12. No inverts or anything like that. That's whatever. Yeah, I'm not a fan of inverts after this weekend. <laughs> I think I think if they wanted to do an invert, just do one heat race and then do the feature. Don't do another heat. Because the second heat was kind of meaningless because it set the lineup for the feature. Yeah. Which I, I didn't like that. But, you know, again, it's whatever. This is a so new series. Stages. They'll figure it out. <laughs> it was not stages. Heats 2 no. was a stage for the final feature race, bro. I'm just saying. Around the top 10 got points, and then they lined up and re-racked them and raced. Yeah. What I'm I was trying saying, to tell... I just, I just felt like it was stages. I don't know. What I was trying to explain to you, though, was that heat races are not stages. They are not. Well, right. Maybe without, I know heat maybe... races aren't stages, but those were not heat races, I feel like. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Keep going. Keep going. I, I don't like how they presented it. The yeah. heat races. I, I don't like they executed it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going to shut up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Alex. I'm, I respect no, you. You're okay. Really so, what I think they should try and do, like maybe not this year because it's a new series yeah. of just trying stuff out, blah, 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 is if they could get at least 16 cars and do two heat races, one with eight, the second with eight, with eight cars. And, and then what they do. If you get a top four in the heat race, you can start in the top eight in the feature. So from both heats, top four, they do a random draw first to eighth in, for yeah. the feature. The bottom four in the heat races will start ninth to 16th. Okay? They do a random draw for that. Yeah. That's what I'm used to. That's how they want to do it at Trump's. I'm fine to. with that, honestly. Right. Okay. So we are on the same page. <laughs> yeah. Just like, I don't. I think watching the entire field race for 30 minutes before the actual race was kind of stupid. Right. I agree. And then like the whole invert thing, it's just like, what's the point? Like I, and they get points, but it's just like Doug Kobe's not running the whole season. So yeah, he could have just like sandbagged for the stage one and just heat, heat one, heat one. (laughs) But the thing is, I don't, think it's supposed to be that serious like nascar is supposed to be serious so they have all this <laughs> nonsense that doesn't make sense the srx is new it's just for fun so they're just trying yeah, stuff. i mean i guess i know so that's why i'm not mad about it i'm just going off of i want a simple motor race so is what i explained with the heat race changes would that be a simple motor race for you that'd be fine because like okay. i mean heat races belong in simple motor racing like you know okay it's just okay. like because there's a reason to do them when there's not really much of a reason to do them uh-huh. it's just like like there's something that's like okay this will set the field for the race or this is just the first part of the race you know what i mean mm-hmm. like like they, this will set the lineup by how they finish okay so no they're just throwing a caution then and then taking mm-hmm. a 30 minute break because i didn't like how it took till like an hour for the actual race to start yeah I, I don't know. I just would rather have a 125 lap race. Mm-hmm. Maybe 150. I don't know if fuel would make it that long. I don't know. I didn't mind it. It was... Yeah. The heat race stuff was just kind of like, eh. It was I'm a nice critical. Like, in, it was a nice critical. introduction to it. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's fine. You're very I mean, critical. It is It is what it is. I mean, the best guy still won, Doug Kobe. Like, so... Okay. Are we done about heat races? Yeah. Um, the only okay. thing, the only other thing about SRX, I was like, 
the fun flag, as Danica Patrick coined it. Thank you, Danica. Um, we'll talk about you in a minute. What the fuck, bro? Come on. So there's nothing fun about that flag <laughs> for me. Let's talk about the positives of the SRX because I loved this. Yeah, this no, was, it was good. This was fantastic. This is what I wish NASCAR was for the past like decade. Um, I just want more cars and to be able to tell who's in which car. That's yeah, all I want. big I, big numbers would be nice, actually. Like, honestly, big numbers yeah. or like make their names really big on the X. Yeah. So what I suggested was, first of all, put their colors on the ticker, like the match with their name. Yeah, that and CBS. And then that. put their last name on the X sideways. Mm-hmm. Really That'll big. Cool. I, feel like, I feel like you'd be able to read yeah, it still easily. Yeah, Another was... thing I didn't like. Sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. Greg Biffle's backup car was just a plain white car. So what happens mm. if multiple people wreck and they all have backup cars? Like from the know. heat. So that's the thing. It's just like, and that was probably another reason I didn't like the heat races because it's like, what the fuck? They wrecked mm. and it meant nothing. Like, mm. you know, like I, I don't know. It, it just felt kind of weird. I kind of like the idea of the backup car being a different color. Like if there's just one, but then it's like if you have multiple, what happens? I agree. But yeah, like how many backup again, cars do they have? But again, does that really matter? I don't I think guess. it really matters. I don't know. I don't really think it does. But I hope they don't wreck them all. Dang. What are they going? Paul Tracy going to need one? And they were like, sorry, we ran out. So, um, bye. <laughs> But look, this is something that I have wanted for a long time. When this was announced, I didn't think much of it. I'm like, oh, like a bunch of old guys that are kind of whatever. They're just going to go out there and Tony Stewart's going to win every race, whatever. Mm. This blew my expectations out of the water. Yeah. Doug Kobe just beat a bunch of legendary race car drivers. So it's kind of elder abuse, to be honest. Yeah. Um. But no, I felt like I was at my local short track mm-hmm. just watching. And the thing with Doug Kobe that was really cool was like if I had one of my local drivers, like I'm from Sioux City, Iowa. So like let's say someone like Jay Notaboom or Chris Abelson. You don't know these people. I have I'm just no saying idea. from my town. I they know. are I'm like just... those two have They're like, Doug Kobe's. Yeah. They have like 70 plus wins at the local track that I grew up going to. Yeah, they're big and shots it, around there. Yeah. Yeah. And one of them won the national IMCA modified championship. Oh, national. Cool. So like it's a big deal. Like if they were out there and I was at the track, that'd be nuts. The crowd would be going crazy. He just beat Tony Stewart. And yeah. um who else beat was Tony Stewart, Elio Castroneves, all yeah. these people. Like that is such a cool idea. I kind of hope the local driver doesn't win every week. That'd be kind of like, oh well, lame. Yeah, because then it's like, okay, they're just gonna win because they know this track. But like, I right, think the right. whole idea that they have it is so. Cool. I love the idea because it gives the local driver some spotlight. Like, I think Doug Kobe's a real estate agent in his day to day job. Yeah, something like that. Like that's really cool. Like he's just an ordinary guy, and yeah. he won. On TV, on CBS. Yeah, he beat Tony Stewart, who owns a whole NASCAR team. Mm-hmm. And on dirt track. And he doesn't he kind of own the series? or something? Tony Stewart? Not own the series, but he, he had a big part in it, didn't he? 
Tony Stewart and Ray Abraham are the co-founders of it. Co-founders, yeah. yeah. So Tony, that big shot, Tony Stewart, who, by the way, ran really good Saturday. He did. That's fun to see. But no, like the love for short track racing across the country was, I loved it. There are Mm -hmm. so many tracks across the country. Like, I don't know if they would like rotate it every year, go to like different ones and highlight different ones. That'd be really cool. Maybe they'll just stick with the big ones like Stafford, Eldora, Knoxville, et cetera. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I kind of want to go to one of these now. Yeah. Like I live in Kansas city now. Like I could go to Lakeside, like Lakeside's over there. That's a pretty well-known dirt track. Like hell, that'd be so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Man, I don't know. I could gush about it for a while. It was, and by the way, the cars look a lot better on TV than they did like online. I kind of like how they look. Like they still, I, I kind of hate the gray color, which I guess I'll get I over it. Like, I kind of wish the base was just white. but I wish I the base know. was either black or white. I agree, but that's a little thing. That's a little um, thing. I don't know. And um, I want to talk about Marco, Marco Andretti's three-wide move. That was the moment when I was like, oh, this is actually, like, legit. This is, that, this really is good. good. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that was some good racing. Because the first, like, I know in the heats they were chilling. Another mm-hmm. reason I kind of didn't like the heats, because I felt like they were just kind of sitting there and just not really mm-hmm. doing much. Um. But then they're really racing with, with the feature. Um, mm-hmm. I also really like Stafford as a track because it reminded me of IRP because um, mm-hmm. the bottom lane has like not really any banking. And these so. guys are going to be at IRP too. I'm excited for that. Wait, for real? Yeah. <gasps> ah! yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> um, How did I not but know no, that? When Marco just floored it into the corner, that was and crazy. It just and it's stuck. Marco Andretti. Like, it's you don't Marco expect Andretti. that from him. Yeah. <laughs> like, seeing Marco Andretti pull a slide job off on Tony yeah. Stewart, that's crazy. And then Michael Waltrip was leading by, like, four seconds. I know. What point. year is this? Like, what? <laughs> that was so funny. I love that for him. That was mm-hmm. so fun. And then his interview, when he's, like, his butt hurts and, like, he was just in pain. He didn't realize it until he got passed by Doug Kobe. That was hilarious. Yeah, all these old guys. It's... And maybe that's why we got heats because they need a break. <laughs> they gotta take a break, <laughs> which honestly um, makes sense. <laughs> man, I oh, I can't wait for the next one. Like we didn't even mention it last week because I totally forgot about it when we were recording. Yeah, but man, this is gonna be my favorite thing of the summer. I bet. Yeah, it's a really short season because I think it's over Mm -hmm. by like this time next month. Is this six straight weeks? I think so, but don't quote me on that. I feel like it is. It's just six races though. Yeah, and it's like it's over before August even starts. So it's really quick. Uh, Two more things. Um, CBS, what did you think of their broadcast? It was okay. I think the actual production was a little... Really? It was the first... I thought the production was a little floppy. Like, mm. I mean, I haven't honestly, heard anyone else say that. I, it might have just been because like the on-screen graphics, like not the, not even the ticker, although the ticker kind of did suck, but like the overlays just weren't really there, and it felt very. I don't know. I just felt like. I I don't know what I'm trying to say. I just wanted a little bit more from the so, overlay. With their graphics, I think they just wanted uniformity with all the orange. I yeah. think it would be better if they synced up all the colors. It's like not even like the ticker like though. My... Even yeah. though the ticker did suck, but it's like at the start, mm-hmm. the start of the broadcast, 
it's like we have all these like interviewers and they they're just talking to drivers with like no text on the screen and it just feels very weird to me because i'm used to like fox interviews with like oh jeff gordon here's a little portrait of him um age whatever his age is hometown blah 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 like he finished here last week like just like i don't know i just want low-key information just like sitting there and i don't know if we got much of it at like some points well it said like it did i mean it was like with tony stewart it's like this like for certain drivers is like this person did this paul tracy it said indy 500 runner-up which was very funny it did did it have it during the race i think during the race they had those but like the pre-race show they had there was like no text there was nothing on the screen except the camera shot and i was just like what is this i really i really liked it i didn't i don't know what you're you saw i'm nitpicking i'm just nitpicking i guess but like i don't know it just felt sloppy to me um but like all the all the people did fine i thought for the for a debut broadcast well, yeah was really good no like for... it was fine for a debut broadcast i'm just saying I, i'm just like it could have been better but it wasn't bad well i i thought they did really good for their first one and the graphics it's like you know like really my problem is probably time. with the graphics i think that's what it was because it just and like did... i said i think the problem with that is just the colors it's just all the orange. I think if they matched up with the cars, they need to make better. the text bigger too. Like, it felt like maybe because it felt like I was watching yeah. some dirt race on like Facebook. I think that's probably mm-hmm. what was like the. Like, uh, that's probably what was getting to me because I was just like, "This is on CBS." Like, let's also consider this the, is on CBS. <laughs> the number of laps to go, I'd like squint to see. That, that. was awful. Like, that actually needs to be fixed though. Like. That's just mm-hmm. accessibility wise. Some people don't have as good eyesight. Like, you need to fix. But that. again, but again, first race, I'm fine. Yeah. What is, about if they the? Fix, uh, if they fix it next week, I won't care. What about the uh, on-air talent? Because I was, I was floored with it. Thumbs honestly. up. Thumbs up. Um, mm-hmm. I I almost wish there's I two person booths. I always almost like, but I think Alan mm-hmm. and Danica they did fine. Um. Like, I don't really have Danica really surprised me. Yeah, I think Danica, she used to be kind of awkward in the booth. Um, like when she did Xfinity races, I think. And, um, Mm -hmm. when she did like Indy 500, she's actually really good at the Indy 500. She was really good at the Indy 500. Um, Yeah, just sometimes I feel like she was taught not during the race, but like I used to think she was a little bit awkward. Um, Mm -hmm. I think she has really good chemistry with Alan Beswick. Um, yeah, especially with this kind of being more of a laid back race. They mm-hmm. were joking really good. Alan still knows how to do play-by-play. It was perfect. Mm-hmm. So, um, um, and then the pit reporters—they all did good. Matt Yoka, seeing Matt Yokum and Brad Doherty, and um, seeing Matt Yokum again made me happy. Brad uh, Doherty, love him, love him. Who so else good. besides Lindsay Zarniak did we see? I think that was it. That- by by the way, I missed Lindsay Zarniak when she did TNT, yeah. the TNT mm-hmm. pre-race. Oh my god, I missed that. I didn't realize how She's much I really missed that. She's really good. Mm-hmm. God, she, what a queen. My favorite part of what Danica was doing was when she told a story when she drove at Eldora. She didn't yeah. really practice for it. She wrecked. <laughs> I'm like, was she supposed to say that? I was, was like, she shouldn't funny. have said that, man. <laughs> Everyone on Twitter going to go like, oh, of course she wrecked because she Danica Patrick. Damn, she was having fun though. She was having so much fun. She had more fun than anyone else did that night. And we have James Hinchcliffe and Daria Frankidi, I believe, doing the 
booth as well as Bestwick. I think they're all doing two races, I believe. You oh, they're going to rotate through what, what? I think what so. <gasps> yeah. Bitch, you're fucking joking. I'm so excited. Mm hmm. Dario. Dario's it pretty good. So I'm wondering what SRX is going to look like in 10 years. You know, mm -hmm. like, I don't know what the, is it really just to be like IROC or is it to be like a hybrid kind of like, yeah, this is kind of like IROC, but also, mm -hmm. you know, this, we want racers to come here. Um, I guess not because it's called Superstar Racing Experience, but mm -hmm. I don't know. I just like, I, I think it's because I want a series one day to be, to make NASCAR like pay attention. And I think if any series can do that, it's this. I guess. Because. Right? Like, like, imagine these guys at Martinsville. Imagine these guys at Bristol. I oh think it blew them out of the water, quite honestly. Honestly, yeah. Um, so what I think they should do, this is what I think they should do. I don't know if it's what they will do, is try and get up to 16 to 24 cars, right? I said at least 16. That's, the, that's only four more cars than what they have now. Mm -hmm. um, if they can do, let's say, the, let's say they get the 24, then they would have double the field. They could do the heat races better, blah, blah, blah. And you would have lap traffic and everything. Yeah. I think if it's a mix of like classic drivers who are like retired and everything, I want to see Rusty Wallace out there, by the way. He's like one of my top picks for winning in this series. But if they could get some more retro, retro drivers, I'll call them that. And then also some like more of the not local short track driver, but more younger guys. Yeah. Like let's like get some World of Outlaw drivers, dirt late model drivers. What if we had like, like an amateur night? Like get like have a bunch of amateurs in the race. Like not amateurs, mm -hmm. but um like a non, bunch of like non non well known. Not household names versus yeah. the household names. Like I think that'd be really cool. Like mm -hmm. the guys you don't know versus the guys you grew up watching. Mm -hmm. You know? Something like yeah. that would be really cool. Give me more Doug Kobe's people like that. But like look at Greg Biffle. He could have won that race last night. So yeah. it's like it's not out of the question. I just it, it it depends on where they want to take the series. Yeah, like I'm curious on what the direction is. Like, is it just to be IROC and chill? Because it's just like, yeah, that's fine. Mm -hmm. That works. Um, if but... like, do they want to stay just six weeks? Um, How to? Like, you know, a lot of stuff go six weeks as like a pilot to just see if it works. Yeah, it's a very common thing to do with like TV in general. Um, if it if it stays six weeks, that's really fun. This is gonna be a very fun. Yeah, it's a fun summer fling. Yeah, but I'd also like to see it, I don't know, go a little longer than that. Because imagine if we just went to short tracks all across the country and it's just a battle of the short tracks. Like, oh, I would love that mm -hmm. so much. It's what NASCAR should have been from the start. Like, I'm sorry. I don't care about Daytona Talladega. Should have been Bristol. and da Dang! But Dang! I've said that like five times on the podcast now, so... <laughs> well, that makes sense though because it's like um, mm -hmm. I think NASCAR racing belongs on tour tracks too, but in my like mm -hmm. other aesthetic of like this stadium, like this stadium aesthetic of like light LED billboards everywhere, and it's just like this right. is 2040, and like NASCAR's popular again, and there's advertisements right. everywhere, and they're you know all the spectators can see all the track. Like I mean, so, yeah. 
if this were to like really grow and this is huge numbers in tv like you, you mentioned that earlier they hire numbers in indycar mm-hmm. for a debut like that's insane they probably won't have them any next week maybe they will but like for a debut they the sky's the limit imagine if we had a strictly short track series they people paved and dirt imagine if we just have this dirt series that's huge it's on cbs goes all across the country to these local dirt tracks saturday night you can go and watch this biggest short track series in america let's say it gets to that level i don't know if it can surpass world of outlaws but let's say it does that that would save local dirt track local short track racing in this country that'd be amazing yeah I can't under I can't understate that more. Like it is that'd be so good. And there was a huge love for short track racing throughout the whole broadcast. So that, I'm kind of yeah. excited to learn about all the short tracks in America the most because I have mm-hmm. honestly I didn't really know what Stafford Speedway was before yeah, I didn't either. CBS. And now I'm like, okay, if I'm ever up there, I'm gonna know that's yeah. a pretty popular short track. Yeah. So and you know, like that, I don't know what that track's called that's near you. Um, you and I drove by when I visited. Oh, you. Dominion. Dominion. Yeah, Raceway. that one. Like, what if they Spotsylvania, Virginia. I would go. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, it'd bring out, it'd bring out people because you have the big names, but you'd also have the local guys. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I love this concept. Uh, I'm blown out of the water. I can't, I'm going to keep, I'm going to be repeating myself if we don't stop. But <laughs> yeah, I love it. Love it, love it, love That's it. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I'm chilling with it, you know. Mm-hmm. Just chilling with it. Um, just don't be so critical about it. It's a brand new thing. No, I got to be critical. I, I'm no. just, my the way my brain's wired, I got to find ways to make things better. You don't have fun when you're critical, though. No, I was having fun. I promise you I was having fun. <laughs> I was okay. laughing at the, I When Paul Tracy got turned, I lost it. Oh, that was funny. That, that was, was funny. funny. The first wreck in SRX history is Paul Tracy. Mm-hmm. Hysterical. Love it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, anything else on the SRX? I could talk for hours, but yeah, I don't want to repeat myself. I'm good, I think. <laughs> okay. Yeah. God bless Very Alan cool. Bestwick. Yeah, Alan Bestwick. I didn't say much about him, but so good to hear. Nothing, there's nothing to say. There's nothing to say. Legend. He made a tweet saying like he's not good at accepting compliments because I think it was Lindsay Zarniak said Alan with the great Alan Bestwick or something and Alan's like in the booth when they got to him. That's he's funny. like, oh, don't, don't, don't say he that. He has cute little glasses on. <laughs> it was so funny. Yeah. His little grandpa um, glasses. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Um, so the, the all-star race real quick. As we mentioned earlier, uh, you and I had our own race. Yeah. Uh, Mario Kart Deluxe. Mm-hmm. Yes, Mario Kart. Neo Bowser City, I won. Um, I got second. It was a game yeah. racing podcast. One, two, one, two. Yeah, mm-hmm. we did good. Um, yeah. Sonic um, finished seventh. He was there. Sonic was in there. And you might be like, what? Sonic and Mario Kart? Trust me, Sonic was there. I, I, yeah, Sonic I, was there. We have the receipts. We have a picture. Check, check Alex's mm-hmm. Twitter. Yeah, the real all-star race. Me, Zach, and Sonic the Hedgehog. Mm-hmm. That was so fun. Yeah. Um, um, shall we get into our race picks? Um, yeah, so I got a point for NASCAR last week, and then IndyCar. So you won the race with Marcus. 
And then I, I picked Joseph for Sad or Sunday. And of course, he has to miss out on the win, so I don't get those extra bonus points. But um, I still beat you, mm-hmm. so I'll take it. Um, but yeah, I have like what a six point lead in NASCAR. Yeah, I have a six point lead in NASCAR, and Alex has a four point lead in IndyCar. So, um, Alex has some work to do. On I'm actually side. looking at the results. Um, I never added in the points for the All Star race because we were playing Mario Kart. Oh, so we don't have. I mean, like I, yeah, because yeah. Hamlin finished last, and that was your pick. Wait, he finished last. Yeah, I never actually. Oh, <laughs> I don't know why I thought he finished seventh. Okay, I'm glad you checked. Yeah, I was like, that doesn't sound right because Hamlin had a flat tire. Anyway, I uh, again, we didn't, watch, we didn't even so. watch the race. So, <laughs> um, so I don't we're going remember the, who you picked. I picked uh, Kyle Busch. Oh right, okay. So, so I picked Sonic Nashville. actually. We're going to Nashville. Um, I'm very excited for this. Yep, seven fifty, baby. Low down force. I think this race can be very similar to Darlington. Mm-hmm. Um, and that race was glorious. Don't let NASCAR Twitter tell you otherwise. That was a glorious yeah, don't, race. Like, yeah. Don't Honestly, even go on Twitter. But. I'm kind of tired of people giving their opinion on the race. I kind of <laughs> wish you would just fucking stop. Me included. Just mm-hmm. fucking stop talking. <laughs> stop. Literally stop talking. I don't think anyone asked for your opinion. Mm. Like the, and, the Jeff Gluck's poll, but it's like, nope, nope, it what, nope. Like you and I didn't watch the race because we knew we didn't, we weren't gonna like it. Like we're at that yeah. point where it's like, just don't watch. I still had it on, but I was just like, you, oh, okay. Yeah, you were giving me updates and it was fun, but it was yeah. just like we weren't watching that. Like Blaney got deeply. fucking sideways at one point. I'm like, Alex, I just read his door number when I shouldn't have been able to. <laughs> and I was like, you what? <laughs> Jesus. Oh my god! So yeah, we're going to Nashville, and NBC takes over this weekend. Oh, that's fun. I don't know if that was sarcasm or not, though. I can't tell if I'm actually looking forward to NBC or not. I the adults are back in the room for the TV broadcast. That's true. So we can actually see their faces again instead of the cartoon drawings. Yes, that was I the worst thing. That. I'm sorry, the cartoon Fox drawings were the worst thing, and they should be ashamed they did that. People are going to be looking back at the 2021 season in NASCAR history, and they'll be looking at an old race replay, and they're going to see this that so shitty. Goofy. They're going to see that shitty drawing of Kyle Larson with his dirty ass teeth looking ass. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so disappointed in Fox. Never do that again. You could say that for a lot of stuff. Never do that again. Put it out. <laughs> Don't do it again, please. Jesus. All right. Do you have a pick for Nashville? Because I do. Uh, yeah, I have a few in my head. Okay. All right. You ready? I'm ready. Three, two, one. Kyle Martin Larson. X. I knew you were going to pick Truex, actually. I knew you were going to do that. I know what you're going to yeah. say. Oh, well, he was good at Darlington because Darlington had the 750 horsepower package <laughs> of my speak. <laughs> Truex has been the best on the 750. And, you know, we, we picked one and two at Darlington. I said this raised yeah. me very similar to Darlington. It makes sense. And you said you're going to pick Kyle Larson every week from now on anyway. So I'm like, well. Until he gives me a reason <laughs> not to, I'm going to. I'm sorry. He has six straight top two finishes if you include the all-star race. That's fucking insane. 
That is insane. This is Indy Motorsports is on a streak right now. So. When NASCAR throws cautions for literally everything and tries to get a green white checkered every week, the fact he's mm-hmm. got he's this consistent is an impeccable. I'm, so, I mean, I'm excited. I don't have anything else to say about NASCAR. I don't got. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm. You know, I wish Kyle Larson winning would make me feel a little bit more in, like happy because. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of getting to the point where I do not care. I was at that point when he won um, Charlotte. Charlotte. When he won Charlotte, I was just like, oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Maybe because the 600 was just kind of a meh race. But um, right. yeah. I also got my pick for Road America. IndyCar's at Road America, by the way, next week. Which they are. I didn't realize was happening until they said it on the broadcast. So that's fun. Road America is one of my favorite tracks for IndyCar every year. Yeah, all the long straightaways really help them pass. Mm-hmm. And the Paddle um, versus Felix battle last year was um, yeah. immaculate. Now they're teammates. Right? Yeah. So we don't know if Felix is going to be back uh, yeah. this weekend, but he is the reigning winner at Road America. Which is so interesting um, now that you think of it. And then the reigning IndyCar winner in general, Pato Award, from the second road america last year marcus erickson finished fourth at road america last year oh that's <laughs> fun do i pick him again i don't know i got my pick ready <laughs> i'm still trying to decide officially i already have it in my head mm. I, I just knew it i'm sticking to, not all sticking right. to my guns because i don't know if i picked him yet this season or all right i probably did all right i'm good okay. too all right. all right three two one alex below auto award Okay, yeah. yeah makes sense. <laughs> Speaking of, Well, I, uh, here's the thing. I remember Pillow actually had a really good run there last year in the 55 car, the Dale Coyne car. He had an immaculate uh-huh. run. I think that team, Ganassi seems to be... Because Pillow struggled at Detroit on um, the Saturday race because he didn't know the track very well. Right. Um, now he's back at a road course. So um, he, he ran really good there last year. So I think he'll be really good. Are we foolish for not picking Scott Dixon? No, because he's not going to win. He's going to finish third. One of these guys are going to finish second in front of him. Think about I it. I could agree. Pato's going to beat him. I think, yeah. The vibes um, aren't feeling Scott Dixon right now. You and I picked first and second in points for IndyCar. I think those are solid picks. We probably picked like second and like fourth in points in NASCAR. The two guys with multiple know. wins. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what about um, Joseph Newgarden? Fruit. What about Joseph Newgarden? How do you think he's going to Wasn't do? he running up front there last year at one of the races and then they had pit problems? I believe so. He finished ninth last year at Road America. See, the road... Did he... He didn't run that good at Indy, did he? Or the Indy uh, GP. Because I'm trying to think of, like, the road courses, like Barber and Indy. Because mm-hmm. they... You know, Joseph's really good at the street courses, but... Penske's been off... Just a little off. Yeah, whatever possessed Will Powers team to have all that <laughs> bad mojo, and then yeah. Simon's just kind of chilling, and Scott's learning. So, yeah, I, I will know. say I think Scott McLaughlin has a rebound this weekend. Cause yeah, because he really had a bad weekend. Detroit's a very hard track, it seems like. And I think it's like a Monaco event. Well, and last year at in his first start. Uh, Scott really struggled, and it was also a street course. So I bet at Detroit, it was just, you know, it was pretty yeah. tough. So I, I imagine we'll see a rebound from McLaughlin. Yeah, because I don't think like he's used to street racing. Now that I think about it, 
Like, I don't think I don't V8. Think so. I mean, I they don't got... know what all supercars are from, Bond, but... Well, Bathurst is pretty tight, but, like, that's different. Like, if you do Bathurst that's enough different. times, you're good at it. But it's still different than learning. I think that's every street course in general, though. Like, a new street course takes a while to learn. Um, right. Which, by the way, makes me ex- more excited for Nashville because it's going to be new for everybody. And IndyCar yeah. street racing might be the best racing product for IndyCar in my opinion mm-hmm. uh just with how physical it gets so i mean i hope joseph wins that damn race that's his home track that so. will be like winning the, the indy 500 second closest he could get to winning the indy 500 i think for him i think for him i would assume so yeah yeah like that would be insane so cool yeah all right um, anything else for this week zach i don't think so um yeah, it was a jam-packed weekend of racing. Jam-packed weekend of racing. Oh, Ganassi also won IMSA, which good for them because they've been having a struggling season. Yeah. Not struggling, but they had bad luck. Like they they should have won the twenty-four Big hours weekend. of Daytona. Big weekend for the former F one guys with uh, Ericsson and Kevin Magnuson, who was mm-hmm. on that winning Ganassi team. Yeah, yeah, good job for them. Um, that's awesome yeah. to see. Ranger Van de Zanda. Mm-hmm. I love saying his name. <laughs> F one. They're at France this weekend, aren't they? I think oh, so. Oh, are they? I hmm. think so. So we're gonna have another day of um, we're gonna have another day of F1 IndyCar and NASCAR on the same day. Oh man, yeah, that's gonna be busy. And I, I can't Nash- skip NASCARs. It's gonna be a good race. I wish Nashville was at night. <laughs> I know that's the vibes. The 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 mm-hmm. vibes of the Xfinity races at Nashville were unmatched. Like sto- mm-hmm. before we leave, story time. I went to mm-hmm. like my cousin's wedding when I was like eight. And I remember, like, coming home, tired, so tired. But I was like, oh, the Nationwide Series race is on at Nashville. Yeah. And going to watch it. And Brad, that was Brad Kozlowski's very first one, I believe. Yeah. That's a good nugget. Yeah. I think it happened, like, a week later, too, at my other cousin's wedding. Or what were we doing out that late? I mainly remember uh, Kyle Busch smashing the guitar. That's what I mainly remember about Nashville. Yeah. I remember Brad Keselowski winning, and then Joey Logano won the next week at Kentucky. That's funny. That's funny. That's funny right there, actually. They got their two first wins. That is funny. That's funny. Also, I saw something on Twitter. Oh. Um, Who was it? Someone said something about that um, silly season's going to – the gears are going to start rolling this week at Nashville. Oh, really? I'm thinking something to do with Brad, and then what Chris Wright replied to it and said – yeah, I heard something, blah, 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 cup-related. Um, hmm. I think it's Brad. I feel like the Brad news won't come out till September, though, based really? on what we've heard. Then what based else could what it be? Heard. I don't know. It could be 2311 expanding. That could be. I don't know. I just remember, like, I'll never Trackhouse forget. wanting to expand, too, apparently. I'll never forget in 2008 when Stuart, when Stuart Haas Racing, like, announced mm-hmm. themselves. Um, like, Tony Stewart really announced it. Um, what if, in July. What if? What if it's what if it's Junior Motorsports coming to Cup? Because Dale Junior has been like, I kind of want to do it. <laughs> if Dale Junior kind of wants to do something, he's going to do it because he's Dale Junior. So, mm-hmm. and I you guess... know he's back on he's back on TV this weekend. Maybe he announces it. I don't know. Oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. That's what you I know. He's been with, hyping yeah. up this Nashville race. <laughs> He has. Like, oh, wow, 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 I got everybody here. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny. 
Um, who would drive it, Justin? Please, Justin, not the other driver. <laughs> I would like Justin, but I don't know. You need if veteran. It would be. You need a veteran. It wouldn't be Michael and Nett. So unless <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Because <laughs> because uh, um, Justin has sponsorship. That's the thing. True. For at least a, excuse me, for a few races at least. Mm-hmm. And then maybe uh, like, what if Dale did a guest um a guest race like he he did like, I don't know, Bristol or something. Never mind. Anyways, um, that's all from us. Sorry, I'm not trying to make this episode last so long. Um. Y'all follow us on Twitter down below. Um, Jimmy yeah. Zach twenty eight, New Gaiden, um, and Game think, Racing Pod. I think we have a interesting guest on the the. We might have a big guest next week. Yes, we might. We might. Yeah. So you know, stay tuned for that. Um, if not, well, we'll be here. So <laughs> y'all take care. <laughs> Continue enjoying Pride Month. We're halfway through Pride Month. Um. Mm-hmm. If you're curious, watch Love Victor because I love Love Victor. It was a good show. Yes. So I'm halfway through it. Having fun. It's pretty fun. All right. Peace out, y'all. Bye. Bye.